Said Make a Podcast. And this week, we are talking about my pick, The Gorillas. Yes, The Gorillas. And I have to admit that when you mentioned them, I was only vaguely aware of them. Oh my gosh, Kurt. Okay, so... Back in the day when manufactured bands uh, like the Spice Girls had given way to the boy band Surge. (laughs) It's amazing that you were able to wedge in the Spice Girls into this. I mean, it's fine. It's fine. (laughs) Um, So Damien Alburn, the lead singer of my personal 90s favorite, Blur, um, and Jamie Hewlett, the artist of Tank Girl fame, they were like, let's make a manufactured band, but like, let's make it kind of interesting. And thus was born the Amazing Gorillas, And they have performed in many different ways over their time. Um, the actual artists behind the Gorillas often change with Damien being the one that stays the same. And obviously Jamie, because we see the same kind of artwork. Okay, when um, you say artists, you mean musical artists, musicians. Yes, I mean musical okay. artists, yeah. So the musical artists who actually have like the guitars, bass, and, and drum uh, change quite a lot. Uh, right. And almost every album is a different group. Uh, and we see them when they perform. When they first started, they would have like the projection with the live band behind it. And then later uh, they would come out, but the projection would still be the band. And it's still largely that way with like computer graphics. And it's just amazing. I just, I think that this is such a revolutionary idea and such a fun and humorous way to like poke fun at those kinds of bands, manufactured yeah. bands. Yeah. Yeah. With like I, lots of tropes. Yeah, definitely. And uh, th- so they had, they do have a lot of fun with those things. Um, and, and like I said, this was, they started in like 2000 and they started in the rise there, which is just when I started having kids. And so I missed a lot of this. So I was not watching MTV during this time. And, uh, and boy, did you miss out. I did. I absolutely <laughs> did. Um, so I, I, when listening to their songs, I listened to a bunch of their songs in the last week. And I think I only recognized two of them. Which are probably Feel Good Inc. and Clint Eastwood. Yes, that is exactly <laughs> correct. So why don't we start with Feel Good Inc.? Because that is such a great song to talk about. It is. I think that this was in a commercial of some kind. I want to I'm gonna guess it was an Apple commercial, because they usually have a lot of songs like that. And they feature an artist previously covered here on Cash Map, De La Soul. I know. And when they perform this song on as we found out, the Grammys and the MTV Music Video Awards, uh, De La Soul performed live with holograms of the band members, which is amazing. Yeah, it was It was really, uh, this was one of the coolest performances that I saw when they did, uh, when they did this on, and I saw the MTV ETA, um, so I'm not exactly even sure what that stands for, but that's what I the no YouTube, idea. okay. So, uh, something uh but it was it was a very cool concert and yes it was um you know with the the hologram members of the band and jen why don't you run down who the hologram members of the band are the hologram members of the band are 2d uh who is usually the one who is moving their lips while damien is singing um we have murdoch on bass we have russell on drums and we have noodle on guitar. On guitar. 
Yeah. Yes. So, uh, it, it, okay. <laughs> Should we I'll tell you what? Let's let's play a little bit of uh, Feel Good Inc. And uh, do which version did you want to play? Did you want to play the one from the? Uh, oh uh, no! I was just gonna. I was gonna just play the album version. Okay. Excellent. What I love so much about the performances of this is we have so many tropes being played up. We've got 2D, who is literally on his phone during the entire performance. Um, Murdoch, who is making lewd, overtly sexual movements with his bass. Um, Russell, who appears like just checked out, just doesn't care. And then uh, out comes Noodle. And she walks onto the stage like every short girl trying (laughs) to look casual while saddling up to a stool with the innate fear that she will not make it up there. She has some trouble <laughs> and she tries like heck to get up under the stool without looking ridiculous, which is exactly like the anxiety that I go through every time I enter a bar where I'm like, Oh, they have regular stools. <laughs> they don't have the, the little ladder that goes up to the stool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh. yeah. It's like a, it's like a trauma that like only short people know. Uh, Cause like, I know all the bars where they have like the shortened stool where it's like super easy to get onto the stool. And I'm like, yes, but like these normal bar height stools, just, they're just so mean. So mean. Oh, well, well, <laughs> I don't know what to do to help there. Just tell you what, if we ever go out, we'll all go to a low top table. All right. Oh. No. <laughs> the, so good. And one of the things I thought was funny also was, like they they can animate 2D to be wild and crazy and do all kinds of you know superhuman things, but he is so low energy and yeah. just like total emo and like in the middle of the song. Well, I, I don't remember if it was like a you know guitar solo or, or when De La Soul comes out, he stops. He's got his hand on the on the mic stand and he starts looking at his phone. Yeah. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> Oh, it, it was it was it cracked me up to see that. <laughs> I loved it. I thought it was so clever. Um, I love everything that the gorillas do. So there's also that. Um, so you did mention the names, and we as non-members of the gorillas really got to know their names in the video for Clint Eastwood. So in that, at the very end, we see like shots of each of the characters along with their names at the bottom. I know that now we have the internet like more widely distributed on our phones. Um, But back in the day, back in the day, you couldn't find all of this information readily available on the internet that quickly. So it was nice to see it in the music video. So, that so you, you were like scribbling you were down their names. It's like, oh, that's Murdoch. That's Jay. yeah. That, that one's this. This one's this. Okay, cool, cool, cool. <laughs> now yeah. Now you can just like check Reddit subthread, and there's like you know each one of them has their own. It's fine. Yeah. Oh, and with uh, with the song Clint Eastwood, I thought uh, there was a performance of that that they did at the Brit Award. Again, with like it was like four different screens that were up. It wasn't holograms, but it was like four different, or actually, I think it was five different screens that were up. One of them. One 
screen that was up for each one of the members and then another screen that like had different angles of the members playing the song and um and it was just a very cool performance and at one point in time um like they had all all just like all four of the members up and they were all basically standing still except for noodle who was just jumping up in the air with her guitar and (laughs) it's like that is some serious Gen energy, right? There. <laughs> <laughs> I like the, that my energy can be described by a cartoon band member. That feels right. It it does very strongly does. I yeah. I am you know I could I I see a lot of parallels, a lot of similarities between you and Noodle. <laughs> Why? Thank you. I do not see as many between you and Murdoch. If that makes you feel better. Well, he is okay. We both play bass. Play bass. Play bass. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I uh, not very much like that character. No. That's all right. No, you are not. That is a compliment. <laughs> all right. Do you want to play a little bit of that song? Yeah, let's play a little bit of Clint Eastwood. I ain't happy. I'm feeling glad I got sunshine in a bag. I'm useless, but not for long. The future. Is coming on. I ain't happy. I'm feeling glad I got sunshine in a bag. I'm useless, but not for long. The future is coming on. It's coming on. It's coming on. It's coming on. So, a fun fact about that song is it was in Trolls, the movie. I know. Tour. Not world tour, the okay. trolls movie, the first one. So wait a second. This this virtual band, this animated virtual band, is being used in an animated movie. And was this song sung by trolls, or was it? It was played to... in the background of the Bergens, who are the bad guys. Oh, in... Tell me about the Bergens. I know you. You know. No, you know. You just don't have to tell me. <laughs> But one day um, I will, because you're not going to be excused from that. <laughs> so, do you know why the song is called Clint Eastwood? I do not. Do you? It has absolutely... No, yes, I do. It has absolutely <laughs> no reference to Clint Eastwood in the, you know, in the lyrics anywhere. But uh, they thought that the music sounded a little bit like the theme to The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly. Oh, which I kind of hear. I can get it. I can get it like in the background, like the very, yeah. 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 And so because of that, they named it Clint Eastwood. Cool. They also have a song named. first hit, right? I thought Feel Good Inc. came out before it, but I I could be wrong. I believe that Clint Eastwood uh, was first and like in 2001. And then... Yes, and then in 2005 is when uh, Feel Good Inc. came out. Again, this is the point of the podcast where I mentioned that I am a time lord, and your sense of time is not the same as my sense of time. So totally it's okay. That. It's totally fine. Um, You're going to say that they also did a song called Dirty Harry. Uh, no, I wasn't going to say that one. I was going to say that they also did a song called Bill Murray, which mentions no no Bill Murray in it. Yeah, I was. I, I thought that was interesting. That yeah, it was, it, 
Yeah. Looking at all the songs, I was like, oh, my God, I have to listen to this one. It's called Bill Murray. And then I was like, oh, I don't know why it was called Bill Murray, but I liked it. So that was fun. Yeah. But the uh, the they also did a performance of uh, um, Dirty Harry on the the Brit Awards. This one, it was in uh, 2017. And it was very cool also. did this a version of it on uh the brits uh and it was they had this like chorus of children singing that part that you just heard and they had the gorillas up on you know just like a big screen up top and it was a it was a very cool performance it was uh yeah really dug it yeah that's awesome so a little earlier we mentioned that they collaborated with de la soul but did you also know that they've worked with Lee John and Elton John? Lots of Johns, not the Johns, Linnell or Flansburg. Let's not count them out just yet. Okay. Yeah. Sometime soon. And also, oh, and in that song, uh, Clint Eastwood, that was, they collaborated with Del the Funky Homo Sapien, who we did, we touched on in the monkeys episode of the, of Cash Map. So yeah. th- let's just talk for a minute about all the different people that they've collaborated with because it is really far-reaching it is um lou reed yeah um and george benson which is like george benson is an artist that you will find in my dad's record collection <laughs> <laughs> so you know the guitarist who did like on broadway and well, they've, and they've done worked with a bunch of different uh, current day hip hop artists, and just you know, in in one of the videos, uh, Bruce Willis was in it, and uh, just really far reaching. Um, and I'm assuming that we're going to talk about the collab they did with Tina Weymouth. It's not on my list, Kurt. But if you would list. like to discuss it, I did. I was trying to segue though. Into the Lost Chord featuring Lee John. So well, let's talk if you about w- that. Let's talk about it. I'm going to play a little bit, and then we're going to talk about why this is freaking hilarious. Imagine that soulful voice coming out of the sea, a la the Kraken in Clash of the Titans, <laughs> with an amazing crown of coral and lots of scales. This is possibly my favorite video because of that, because they did it in full Clash of the Titans I, like iconography. I mean, like it was amazing. I loved it. And it was presented in Kongoscope. 
<laughs> of course it was. Yeah. So when you when you talk about the movie Clash of the Titans, do, yes. where does your mind go? Does it go to the the recent one with Liam Neeson and the Kraken? No. no. This is the was, old school. It was not Clash of the Titans. The, the 80s version of Clash of the Titans, I don't believe had a Kraken in it. <gasps> did it not? I don't think it did. Oh, hold on, please. Because those are fighting words. <laughs> okay, fighting, well... I, for sure, I mean, the Kraken was a, one of the main characters of the more recent uh, Clash of the Titans, but I, I believe that the 19th... I have an image right here, Kurt. I will be dropping it to you momentarily. That is clearly not the Kraken of Liam Neeson's day. <laughs> okay. Uh, so I haven't seen that 1981 uh, uh, movie in a long, long time. Um, so the, the, the image of, of that, uh, reptilian creature coming out of the ocean actually looks hilarious, <laughs> but I'm sure when I saw it at the time, why thank you, <laughs> I remember probably seeing it at the time. Going, it was oh, wow, me. I cool. played that Kraken. Oh, <laughs> again, time Lord. Time Lord. It's super yes. fun. Time Lord. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, did they call it the Kraken though? I believe re- it was called the Kraken. Really? We are getting off on a tangent here, but I love we it. We absolutely are getting on a tangent here. It is called the Kraken. Oh my gosh. It Yes, um, we're looking here. Perse- okay, here's a plot summary. Perseus must battle Medusa and the Kraken to save Princess Andromeda. Boom. But I don't, okay. 80s Kraken. Yeah. So many people my age especially many males my age, will remember that Clash of the Titan is one of the uh, last PG movies to contain nudity. (laughs) And that was one of the things that was very memorable about this movie. (laughs) Watching this when I was probably 10 years old with my parents. (laughs) What I remember (laughs) is... Poorly done monsters that I loved. So clearly two very disparate ideas of the same <laughs> okay. film. So you watched the movie clearly after it came out. So it was not as, it was more obvious to you how poor the animation was and the, and the monsters were. Uh, in 1981, seeing it live as a first run movie, it didn't seem as bad just because that's kind of what that's we were true. used to. It was kind of like Land of the Lost. Like I tried to watch the old Land of the Lost, like the original <laughs> series. And I was like, I remember it being so amazing when I was a kid. And then I put it on and I was like, wow, these special effects are, I could do this. I could do these special effects. And yes. I'm not good at special effects. I mean, effects. you've got a green screen. You've can yeah. clearly do it. Literally any- right behind me. Yeah. <laughs> All right. We have covered the Kraken. <laughs> So we should get cracking. Is that what you're saying? Oh, pun, That's pun, good. pun. <laughs> yeah, let's get cracking on these gorillas. <sighs> so that leads me to another more recent song off of Sound Machine, which is The Valley of the Pagans featuring Beck. Did you get a chance to listen to this one? I believe I watched this video. I think I watched all of the Sound Machine videos. 
um, kind of like all in one shot. So this one, I don't think stuck out to me and I, I possibly didn't even notice that it was back. So. <gasps> you didn't notice it was back? It, so tell you what, why don't you play a little of it and I'll see you. I'll try to get up to speed. Welcome to the land of the permanent sun Where the flowers are melted and the future is fun The freeway lizards are my feelings so good On a one-way trip back to West Hollywood Let's go It feels so good to have a perfect song It feels so good to be in total control It feels so good to have a perfect song It feels so good to be in total control So these are the nonsense type lyrics that you would expect from Midnight Vulture. So I think it was a very good mashup between the two artists and why I brought it here. Okay. Yeah. Also exactly how many Viagra do they need? I don't know. That's the question. (laughs) I thought it was just one. You're just supposed to take one pill. I feel like it's bad for you if you take more than one. You know what, know. Jen? I have no experience with that particular. I, I, try I to wasn't trying to imply that you did. You were asking the question. It looked like you were asking me. and I was asking the universe. Okay. One <laughs> probably is the answer. You're probably correct about I'm that. Saying. I'm just saying. And again, saying. last more than four hours, call a doctor. All right. Hey, Jen, you want to take a break? That sounds great, Kurt. (laughs) All right, Jen. So one of the funniest things that I saw about the gorillas was a episode of MTV Cribs. Which I had not seen until you very nicely sent it over to me. And let me just tell you, if you have eight minutes, please spend it watching this. Because it's great. It is great. And so it has the, you know, Murdoch is basically the host of this, that he is hosting the, the, uh, the tour of their crib. And I, so they're all, they all live together and they have. In typical they, monkeys fashion. Right, right. As, as a virtual band would, right? <laughs> I mean, um, we don't really have a lot of other experiences with virtual bands, but yeah. But there you go. Gorillas and monkeys. And like I've said, the gorillas are sort of an evolution of the monkeys. <laughs> okay, no, Kurt. Nothing? No, okay. <laughs> so at the, at the very start of it, they show the the stats of the house, which I'm not a big MTV Cribs fan, but uh, they have, I'm assuming that that's what they show. It says 48 or 49 rooms, maybe more, private cinema, in-house studio, own gateway to hell. I was so excited about their gateway to hell. I was like, how do I get one? How did they get it installed? Do you have to sacrifice someone? Or well, does it just, do you have to be built on a hell mouth? I, I'm i not sure, but you could do, I would do an MLS search and see, you know, see if that's one of the options that you can look for. Nice Hell view. mouth? Hell yeah, mouth, gateway okay. Gateway to hell. Uh, 205,098 uh, square feet plus. On a hilltop in Essex, UK, <laughs> which is hilarious. And then they go through and they do like a, a uh, you know, Dil- or Murdoch does a very, uh, he's just this prototype. You, you really capture like the, the essence of his character and that it's just total kind of rock star, like 
almost punk rock kind of I don't care about anything, but I'm a huge star kind of vibe. And he walks through the the whole, you know, the whole house and doing a tour. Um, but very, it, he's he's a very funny character. And then they go into Noodle's room, and they have a very uh, and they show the quick bio of Noodle, which again I think Jen, you've got a very strong Noodle vibe. Um, but Why, I didn't realize. You. <laughs> so Noodle is defi- uh, described as a guitarist and Asian axe princess, birthplace Osaka, Japan. I didn't realize this, but she is 13 years old. And yeah, I did not realize she was 13 either, or that she arrived in a FedEx crate. <laughs> yes, that seems likes- yeah, strange. FedEx. Yeah, that seems uh, <laughs> strange. Yes, uh, not a huge crate because she is a smaller person, but. Uh, like Johnny Thunders and Richie Sambora. How do you feel about those two people? I do not know them. Oh, Richie Sambora is the guitarist for um, Bon Jovi. Pass. Pass? Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Johnny Thunders was the guitarist for the New York Dolls. I am so sorry that I didn't recognize his name because I'm all in on that one. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Yeah. And I'd also like to heretofore be referred to as a Cuban axe princess. That's what I would like to be called. Thank you very much. All right. I will, I will comply with that wish. All right. Yeah. And like one of the, one of the videos uh, with the live performances, just seeing that, Noodle always has the high energy going. And so another reason why. And also the haircut. I mean, it's not exact, but it's uh, it's pretty good. It's right? similar. It's similar. Yeah. 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 Okay. I will I'm I will call you a Cuban axe princess, but most likely I'll shorten that to just noodle. Just noodle. Okay. That seems fair. <laughs> that seems like a fair trade. Okay. Um so this reminds me a little bit of the song Humility, since there is none for Murdoch in this at all. (laughs) None for Murdoch at all. So in the video for Humility, did you get a chance to look at this one, Kurt? Um, You know, I actually saw uh, just one of the YouTube videos that just plays the song and had a still on it, so I did not see the video. Oh, Kurt. This is the song with George Benson. Yes. The the guitarist, George Benson. Yes. Uh, so you missed Jack Black's appearance in a Gorillaz video. I know. Really? Yeah. So this one is set largely in real life. Um, there is Jack Black. There are also many layers to this video. While it appears to be like a simple like video where we're just following 2D, like skating around um, what appears to be California in very short shorts, um, I'm feeling uncomfortable with that, even though he's just a cartoon character. Those are some short shorts, man. Like, I don't know. Put on a little bit more short. Um, you don't care for the short shorts? I They're very short, Kurt, in this they're, video. That's too short. That's all I'm saying. Very short. These are standard 70s, you know, short shorts. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Anyway, okay. so he... Uh, he Skates along past Russell, past Noodle, playing chess with the actual voice actor of Russell, which I thought was quite funny. Um, And then some bumbling folks around. And then we see Ace at a basketball game. And who is Ace, 
you're asking, Kurt? Because I'm uh, sure that you don't I know. I am I, asking. Is that Ace I, Freely from Kiss? No. I will tell oh. you who Ace is. So uh, Murdoch, the usual bassist for the Gorillas, was in jail for a brief period of time during this album. So Ace Copular, for the leader of the gangrene gang from Powderpuff Girls fame, filled in on bass for this album. <laughs> so there are so many layers of hilariousness. Oh, I just love it so much. And I'm going to play a little clip right now. Calling the world from isolation. Because right now that's the ball where we betray. And if you come. So that is a wonderful video. And if you have not checked it out, listeners, please do. Because I, I, Jack I just Black. watched it. And I'm totally digging on Jack Black doing his uh, George Benson impression, <laughs> playing his guitar, which is that uh, half hollow that uh, George Benson plays. So very cool. And uh, yes. by the way, if you're if you're not a fan of 2D's short shorts, they've got a couple of actual people there wearing basically uh, a couple of gentlemen with a lot of muscles wearing very, very short shorts. <laughs> uh, I guess I didn't notice that one or it, it wasn't as weird to me. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe yeah. it wasn't as weird to me, which we'll unpack later. It's fine. <laughs> so you're just used to having bodybuilders in basically bikini bottoms uh, hanging around. Obviously. They just kind of show up at my house. (laughs) It's, I don't call them. They just show up. I don't know why. Also, I'm offered fruit sometimes. It's lovely. I'm just saying. By the way, that is the most uh, energetic and uh, happy I think 2D ever looks in that video. That is true. So he must be on drugs. So that's fine. (laughs) I was going to attribute it to actually getting out in the fresh air and doing an exercise, but uh, but oh. Jen, if you want to attribute it to drugs, then I'm not gonna yeah. I'm not gonna argue with you. Okay. <laughs> yeah. You are more the gorillas expert than I am, so. I don't know. I don't know about that. All right. So going from that nice, slow, kind of relaxing jam that we had there with humility. Have you gotten a chance to listen to a song called Fire Coming Out of the Monkey's Head? I don't believe that that was one that I had the pleasure. It's hard because so many of these songs have ridiculous uh, sounding names. So it's hard to like just narrow it down by those. But this one features the spoken word of none other than Dennis Hopper. What? That's right. (laughs) Let's listen to that from the top. Once upon a time at the foot of a great mountain, there was a town where the people known as happy folk lived. Their very existence a mystery to the rest of the world, obscured as it was by great clouds. Here they played out their peaceful lives, innocent of the litany of excess and violence that was growing in the world below. To live in harmony with the spirit of the mountain called monkey was enough. So that's a trip. Wow. That is a trip. Yeah. 
I mean, just Dennis hearing Dennis Hopper talk is a bit of a trip. Yes, and that is that is true. Gorilla's I think music. that is how he got all of his acting gear gigs because everyone was like, <laughs> "You just sound creepy. Let's cast you." It's perfect. <laughs> perfect. That's exactly what we need. We need a Dennis creepy Hopper white creepy dude. type. Yes. <laughs> so one of the songs that I've had that uh, has a humorous lyric to it is Rock the House. Are you familiar with that song? I don't remember. There are so many Gorilla songs, and they're so great. But yeah, let's talk about it. Well, there was uh, just this one particular lyric that actually struck me funny, so I'm going to play a little bit of that right now. I know you like that. You want to try that. It's like a flashback. So shake your ass crack. I got the boss to rock the salsa. Funk a blueser. Any groove to make your move. Cause taking you to another landscape is my mandate. I'm highly animated, even though I'm decomposing. So if your feet is frozen, I'm a dinosaur. So, in addition to being a very cool jam, I love the lyric I'm highly animated, even though I'm decomposing, which is just perfect for the gorillas <laughs> it is it is perfect and it reminds me of another song that i was going to bring up today which is a wonderful song called hip albatross did you happen to listen to this i did not listen to hip albatross oh well don't worry have you seen dawn of the dead <sighs> i feel like there's a chance he might quit the podcast, but... Oh my I God, not... are you freaking serious? <laughs> I thought there was no way that you had not seen Dawn of... Are you are you serious right now that you I haven't don't... seen Dawn of the Dead? That's that's like the original... Yes! Um, the, the original yes, it is! movie, the... Oh, what's his name that directed it? The George Romero? Yeah, I think. Yes. Okay. So I am aware that... People like Jen <laughs> expect everybody to have seen this movie and that it's a classic. It is a. I watched it in my film studies class in high school. Like it is a classic. You know, we didn't have film studies. <laughs> well, my high school was pretty swanky. I also yeah. had Japanese, so I took that and some film studies. <laughs> okay. So, no, I did not. Uh, I was not aware. Okay, so tell me the relationship between Dawn of the Dead and I the will let you listen to the relationship okay. right now, right this minute. That's right. I am holding my finger up to the screen that only Kurt can see. <laughs> not exterminated becomes one of them it gets up and kills the people it kills get up and kill for our cultured listeners they will recognize that sample as being from Dawn of the Dead. I assumed that that was what that was from. <laughs> well, now, now, Kurt, you are one of our cultured listeners. Well, I still <laughs> haven't seen it, but... Uh, uh, Kurt, okay, so the next time we do a movie, it is going to be a double feature of The Labyrinth and Dawn of the Dead... 
probably Dawn of the Dead first because it's a little shorter. We're going to go with it that way. Okay, cool. Just so you know. Okay. okay. How dare you? I, uh, you're probably going to have to like take the keys to my car <laughs> so that I, I can't leave until I see those movies. Uh, <laughs> we might just have to do that. I'm just saying. Might have to happen. Right. That's it. Kurt is being held prisoner until he has watched the appropriate films. <laughs> Can't even. <laughs> okay, I know you're disappointed in me, but hopefully, maybe if I bring another song to your attention that is uh, has some humorous lyrics to it, that maybe you Let's will see. forgive me. See if you can redeem yourself here, Kurt. So there is the song "Ascension," uh, featuring Vince Staples. That has a humorous lyric. One of the, um, I, I'm not very familiar with Vince Staples, but uh, there's some, uh, one of the uh, common uh, features of hip hop is they do a lot of uh, simile or comparison. And uh, I thought this one was very funny. So here's a little bit from Ascension. The sky's falling, baby, drop that ass for a crash. The sky's falling, baby, drop that ass for a crash. The sky's falling, baby, drop that ass for a crash. The sky's falling, baby, drop that ass for a crash. The roof is on fire. She went like Barbara Streisand. So the roof is on fire. She went like Barbara Streisand. I like it. <laughs> All right. All right. All right. You're not as maybe big a fan of maybe that. giving you the nickname of Murdoch is more appropriate now. <laughs> it feels so much more appropriate. That's all I'm saying. Okay, <laughs> you got it, Noodle. <laughs> oh, good times. That in no way reminds me of the next song that I'm going to bring up. <laughs> Actually, you are just you are excellent at these segues. By the so way, so good. I am a professional, Kurt. Uh, the next song that I want to bring up, just to cleanse the palate a little bit, <laughs> of Barbara Streisand. Yeah, you did not expect Barbara Streisand to come up in this podcast. I did minute. not. I did not. You did not expect the Spice Girls to come up in this podcast, but we were both yeah, wrong. I did. Kurt. I halfway did. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so I am going to bring up a little song called The Glitter Freeze. Did you happen to listen to this lovely tune? I did listen to a little bit of it, yes. Did you recognize what the Morse code spells? Now, I, I'm really good at semaphore, but no, <laughs> Morse code, I don't know. Well, let's l let our listeners listen to it. L let's let our listeners listen to it, and then we'll talk about it. Where's North from here? spells out Plastic Beach, the name of the album on which the song is. Which I thought was I quite funny. Was and also it that. says glitter in the title. That's my favorite color. So we were going to play it. <laughs> by the way, when I went through the list of songs by the 
by the gorillas. I was like, oh my God, it's like Jen wrote out their set list. We've got songs like Saturn Bars, Andromeda, Every Planet We Reach is Dead, Demon Days, Sorcerers, Glitter Freeze. Glitter Freeze actually sounds like one of your superpowers. <laughs> I think if I could make my own class of characters that would be like magic, we- like mm, so it would be like a druid, but with more glitter. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so it would be like frost- like, it would be like putting frost on your plants, but, like, instead of frost, it was glittery and wonderful. So, have I told you about one of my favorite uses of Morse code in music? No. Please tell me. Are you familiar with the song YYZ by Rush? Yes, I am familiar with the song. It gets brought up here quite often. Does it? Yeah, it does. By okay. somebody who's tall. <laughs> I am a huge Rush fan. I apologize if I brought this up before, but the song YYZ starts off with a very distinct uh, rhythm to it. Which is... YYZ in Morse code, and YYZ is the airport code for the Toronto airport. So it makes uh, so much sense. So they they play the first part of that song with that rhythm, which I think is like eleven eight or something like that. Some very strange rhythm, and uh, that makes me laugh too. But uh, not a lot of other rush stuff kind of makes it uh, make gives me enough to talk about them on this podcast. But well. That was funny, and I enjoyed it. Okay, good. I'm glad. And I think, unless you have more songs, that it's now time for the funniest song. We're doing it live. By the gorillas. (laughs) Ah, And I will say that this one doesn't have a music video per se, but it does have a visual accompaniment that you can find on YouTube that is the official visual accompaniment for this song. And it is silly and irreverent, and I like it. And that song is Super Fast Jellyfish. The visual accompaniment is just a black and white uh, visual of a guy cooking super fast jellyfish brand food in a microwave watching the microwave, doing the makeout thing with himself, like with his arms, um, licking his lips, rolling around on the floor, and then eating one of the dancing super fast jellyfish. It is very strange, and I very much enjoyed it. Not sure what that says about me, but let's listen to a little bit of that. This morning, you've got time for a hot home-cooked breakfast. Delicious and piping hot in only three microwave minutes. Are you kidding? Yo, pretty packages of frosted delights. Look, it comes with a toy. <laughs> I like that. I want a number four, number six, and throw in a plastic donut. Just enjoy the gritty crunch. It tastes just like chicken. Wrappers of mini bite sizes. Man, are you freaking blind? It's a rock. All mixed in the pot full. 
and you might recognize that as De La Soul again, and someone named Gruff Reese, which I think now is my son's nickname. Because <laughs> wow, it's spelled I... R-H-Y-S, the traditional Welsh spelling. That's great. The uh, I actually did not see this. I saw the official music video. This is a a visual accompaniment uh, commissioned by the gorillas. So yes. we'll still give them so it credit for it, but uh, is official, <laughs> but not the official music video of it, which is even better. Thank you gorillas for making a visual accompaniment of this. <laughs> this is insane. And that's why I love it. This is insane. This, it, uh, and, and I concur with you that this is the funniest song. This is great stuff. And super fast jellyfish. Just that—that's another one of those uh, Jen wrote song the titles title. that, yeah, that Jen wrote out. And, yeah, uh, the gorillas created a song for her. <laughs> Thank you, gorillas. You're just perfect. Uh, Kurt, before we get to the part where we rank them, did I happen to tell you that every time I listen to literally any song by the gorillas, another song plays in my head? No. What song is that? It is <laughs> Song Two <laughs> by Blur. But just the part where he goes, woohoo! Oh. <laughs> oh and that, that are, uh, those are my sentiments on the gorillas. I am so glad that I got to learn a little bit more about the gorillas this week because, like I said, I, I miss them entirely. Uh, and then they're very cool. And this, uh, I am actually surprised that you have waited this long to talk about the gorillas. because They have been on my list. They, I think they were the top of my list once we created the spreadsheet that we could both look at with our oh, picks. Okay. They're the, they've been at the top of my list for a while. So I'm not sure why you haven't. I mean, you are the embodiment of their guitarist. So I'm surprised you haven't brought it up. Um, and also, yeah, as, as a band that has all of their videos being a virtual cartoon version Force perspective, <laughs> this is I right love, up our alley, right? I love cartoon bands. <laughs> I do. And so now that brings us to the point where we have but, to rank. Be, before you bring that up, oh. how do you feel about the Archies? They're okay. <laughs> <laughs> they are the original cartoon band. I understand, but Josie and the Pussycats was so much better. Oh, so... Because they're in the same They're universe. in the same universe. They you can't. They're the second best cartoon band. They're in that the universe. second best in that in that universe. No, so they're the, the third best. Because there was another girl band that was even better. That was like was the that? rival band to Josie and the Pussycats. You don't remember this? Hold on. Yep, I'm the Archies are firmly second. Josie always number one. Josie and the Pussycats. Okay. So Tell me about before we get to ranking them, I found uh, an article here, which is the 10 best cartoon bands of all time. Would you oh like to God. walk through them? I would. Boy, I'm looking through this and a lot of these I don't, I'm not very familiar with. Let's see. The Hex Girls from Scooby-Doo. Oh, don't. yeah. I like them. Oh, okay. I, yeah. Not shocked. Um, Black Canary. <gasps> I don't think I'm familiar with Black Canary. It's a DC thing. And I know oh, okay. Peace out. I know that Peace you out, make yours Marvel. Um, Powerline from a Goofy movie. <gasps> I do remember them from a Goofy movie. Yes, I like them. 
Okay, how about Death Clock? Death Clock? From the TV show Metalocalypse. I do not know this, and oh I am going to be watching these on YouTube. I am very surprised you haven't. This was a Comedy Central TV show. What? Yes. How did I miss this? I literally, I... as a child, only watched Comedy Central and Sci-Fi. Those were the two channels that I watched. By the way, they, they also list their best song. I ejaculate fire. <laughs> wow. Just, that's, did it win a Grammy? Because it should have. <laughs> Uh, and don't isolate that uh, <laughs> that soundbite there. <laughs> I just um, I just heard that I'm going to be isolating that soundbite. Into <laughs> <laughs> breaking news. Okay. Anyway. Okay. Uh, Josie and the Pussycats. Number one with a bullet. Why are they so low on this list? Uh, the Misfits. <gasps> yes, I love the Misfits from Gem. Yes, that is correct. <laughs> Mystic Spiral Mystic from Spiral. Daria. <gasps> yes, I remember them and they were good. <laughs> Best song? Ow, my face. Yeah. <laughs> the B-Sharps. The B-Sharps? That's the stupidest name ever. Oh, and I love it. Bite your tongue. <laughs> this is the, from The Simpsons. Okay. This was the uh, Barbershop Quartet. Do you remember this? Ep- do I do not now. know this episode. I think I do know this episode. Yeah. Okay. With yeah. Uh, Skinner, Apu, yeah. and Barney, and yeah. Homer as the B-Sharps. This was a greatest, this was a excellent episode. It was a great episode. Best song, Baby on Board. Um, the Clash of Demon Head. What is this? Oh, Jen. From Scott Pilgrim. Oh, I love Scott Pilgrim. I I just can't remember things. It's fine. And I don't, this cannot possibly be in the correct order, but uh, the beats from Doug. No, no. Hard pass. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So that that was an article of the top 10 cartoon bands. Archie's didn't even make it, even though they had a number one song. And Sugar Sugar, I will defend as a very good song. All right, Kurt. <laughs> it it's not as good as so when when you talk about the Josie and the Pussycats, uh, there's the animated version, which you know they they had Josie and the Pussycats, and that was a cool tune. But three small words, that is a great song. It is but a great. They're song. not animated. That's not an animated. I understand, Kurt. Okay. I am looking at all of the Josie and the Pussycats universe. Okay, you're smashing them all together. Yeah. Okay. Because it's a beautiful Fair enough. World. I, I think it's about time to wrap up this episode. I so, think it is too. So let's rate the sense of humor of the gorillas. I'm going to go first because it was oh, my band choice. I am going to have to give them a very strong eight. They are wow. hilarious. They are created by the amazing artist behind tank girl so you have to give like extra credit to that and i also really loved blur so like it's just mashing up all the wonderful things that i love and they're also so funny and like look at the titles look at the videos look at the machine bites they just put so much effort into their humor that you can't not give them a solid rating okay so I think you're letting the 
awesomeness and the amazingness of the gorillas sort of weigh your opinion about their humor because very little of their songs themselves are that funny um you know the, the their videos are very interesting and not entirely funny but very cool um i love that mtv cribs and that actually helped out a lot with uh, what i think is funny about them but i am going to give them I think the same that I gave OK Go, which was a five, uh, which is really strong considering none of their music, uh, almost none of their music is is inherently funny. Very emo, very kind of, you know, serious kind of music. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll agree to disagree. No, we won't. We are not <laughs> going to agree to disagree. <laughs> Are we gonna duke it out? Like, is there gonna be a showdown? Okay, I'm I'm challenging you to an axe off. Wait. Oh, this sounds good. I will bring yeah. my guitar and we will axe off. No, a throwing no. axe off. Oh, that kind of axe. Yeah. So, so when we refer to you as the uh, Cuban axe princess, it is of the throwing axe variety. Very Thank good. you. Thank you. Yes. Okay. That was a gen pick for a band, which means that it is time for a listener pick. And I have one if you don't. I have one if you don't. Let's okay. say them. Uh, or do you want to say it at the same time, see if we come up with the same one? Sure. I'm sure we won't. Are we just saying we the name of the band? Yes. Okay. Three, okay. two, one. The Outcast. Okay. Mm, okay. <laughs> Um, so, uh, our friend, uh, uh, Chris from, uh, who has suggested the police a while ago, and I would like to talk about the police. All right. <laughs> I'm okay. going to let you do it, but Jesse gets the next pick. She Jesse gets... gets the next pick, which That's will be in right. three weeks from next week. <laughs> three <laughs> weeks be... from the time that this airs. No, well, four weeks from the time that this airs. That's right. What you <laughs> so said, not what three I weeks said. From next week, yeah. Right. Uh huh. Oh, podcasting, and you're a time lord, so you should. It's so hard. <laughs> it's well. Remember, you guys have a very linear progression of time, and I don't. So yes, you're you're pretty good at you know centuries. Uh, yeah, but, exactly. Uh, weeks. Weeks are hard. Yes. No idea. <laughs> So. All right. Well, until next time, this is Kurt. And this is Jen. And, and we, we just, just made, made a, a podcast. podcast. Okay. One. That's our show. It's time to go. Gosh, that hour really went by fast. Hope you had fun. This ep is now done. Kurt and Jen made a podcast. Perfect. Is it though? Oh, my voice hurts my